0: Dumb than the good the dumb, the dumb, the
1: dumb,
0: the dumb, the Welcome to Nano Brew, the podcast. (laughs) Small business shenanigans. Yes, (laughs) they are small. Brian, you're already screwing it up, man. What do I do? You do have a very specific part every week. Mute. (laughs) Thank you. Yep. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana. (laughs) Studio One here at Bucks and Brews. Uno. Here at Nano Brew, we're talking about doing business on the nano scale. So small. Come learn from us.
2: Our mistakes. Few. Many. Our successes, many,
1: many. You, you
2: dumb it. idiot! Brian. Laugh at us, cry with us. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're we're like
2: flashing
0: flashing
1: this. remember
0: Nana Brew the podcast. I think this is a normal pace. I think it is. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Thanks for interrupting, though. Now we're going slower. Yeah. Thanks. Full stop. <laughs> Reminder: Nana Brew the podcast is ready. Ear muffs. <shut> we're going to say some bad words, such as but <laughs> poop. <laughs> I was gonna say
3: prepared. <laughs> I, I,
2: uh, Cockatoo? Damn! <laughs> <Okay>. Shucks! <laughs> All right. <laughs> Definitely can't say that one. <laughs>
0: Take it easy, killer. And we're back. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but first, let's meet the gang. My name is Jason. They call me the Funky Boss. They call me the Prez. They call me the Doctor, and they also call me MC Pickles. Pop up the pickles. Have you always been the Doctor? Yeah, the Doctor, I feel like is new. <laughs> no, no, no. You just made that <laughs> I up. No, I he, feel like he, he, that he says that. No, sometimes. Mac. No, Max used to call me that from time to time. I'm Brian. There's that scene in spies like us who's like Doctor, Doctor, Doctor. I'm doctor. the Moral Compass. For the old people. I I'm also here with Brian.
3: <laughs> the Moral Compass 3.792. I am also known as the Prophecy. Still updating. Yes, still updating, still loading. I'm Doctor Ham! I'm also Damn. captain of Sayno, I show no Moisy. Show no Moisi. And I'm time cop. Been there, done that.
2: How was the okay. show today?
3: Awesome. We all killed it.
2: Don't lie. You were telling me it was one of our. It was not a great one. <laughs> no. Our new <laughs> yeah. guest I'm just Kevin kidding. killed it. Apparently, don't waste oh, your sh- time. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also here with Brandon. What up? ostrich bites. Ob boom boom. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The oh the contender. <laughs> Thank I you. Good night. Yes. I'm also here with Kamal. The champ. Better call Kamal. Call Kamal. Step up, nerds. Who wants a shot at the champ? Also, guest
0: appearance in the house. Yeah, I know you have a nickname, Kevin. You have to have a name,
4: Kevin, from out here having a pint podcast. Also known as Pup Dog, X Dog. Dog. If you're nasty, what What is it? X Dog. We're not. We are not. Pup Dog. What was was the second one? X Dog.
0: X Dog. -Dog. Only if
1: you're nasty. We're not. Oh Oh,
0: man. Oh man. man. Miss Jackson. Oh, oh, we're, 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 we need to talk about that a little more, but I didn't get ahead of myself. I'm also here with Justin.
5: What, what, what? Justin,
0: first appearance in the podcast. Justin, what do they call you? The human dump bucket. <laughs> the human dump bucket. Nice.
5: <laughs> Go back to my history. All right. <laughs> we agree.
2: will not. No. Uh, uh, Today's do not Google of the week.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Just, just Human, internet human dump
2: bucket. <laughs>
1: Normally, we tell you to Google that. Today, we will not.
0: <laughs> I was telling the guys one of my favorite SNL skits is there's an Eli Manning skit where he's on trial for murder, and they say... We talk about this once a week. We'd like it's to submit great. to the jury your internet search history from the night in question. And he goes, I'll just admit to murder. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just admit to murder?
2: You up, you up, you out, you out, you up, you out. You, you up, up, you, you up, up, you
0: out. <laughs> and right here, you said the, wor- the word K-E-W-L. How do you pronounce that? <laughs> uh, <q-u-l>? Q. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. Google, that of, the week. Anyway, Google that of the week.
4: I just Googled dump, dump buckets. It's awful. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, it's we we pictures of to. me, isn't it? No, you have that. to save oh, search man. that one. Oh. Yeah, save <laughs> search on full,
5: full parental Okay, how about this? The artist? Perfect. The artist, the artist. Yeah, that's
2: way better. Ooh, yeah, I and am that, a that filthy, uh, horrific, <laughs> terrible thing you said. <laughs> <before>. It's <laughs> actually
5: <laughs> something that uh, no one here knows yet. I uh, officially started a books and Bruce painting last night. So whoa, oh, I oh, did yeah. not know that. Hi, hi. Is it me taking the bull by the horns? <laughs> yep. Oh, <that> <laughs> actually, it's it's the you posing in front of the dishes that we took the other oh, day. Oh, really?
0: That's amazing. No, it's it's
2: a oh darn it
0: tease. Oh tease So I
5: still don't know what it is. There There's too many jokes in there. Which what is it? No, it's your face. Of the brewery. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. A recent photograph I took. The mothership? Really right. like, yeah, the mothership. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love it already and I haven't even And seen this it. is where we brew
0: these tiny pots. All these tiny <laughs> little pots. <laughs> anyway, so what are what we going to d- do here? What did we do last week? <laughs>
2: Boss, tell me. <laughs>
0: We're not there yet. What no. are we going to do on oh, NanoBridge Podcast? We're going to talk about old business. Old. So, so old. old. So old. Ancient. We're going to give you our nano business advice tip.
1: 10. Business advice. It will be
0: just
2: just the advice. Just the advice. <laughs> just
1: the business advice. Oh,
2: so we're changing that now. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, we yeah. are. We're trying to
0: clean it up a little bit. Uh, we're we're going to strictly, calling strictly
2: <laughs> business advice. Justice tip leaving. He has so much
0: prepared week. for that. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> very disappointed. I can tell. Yeah. Oh. oh. We're also going to art your face.
1: What's that smell? It smells Ooh, eclectic. <laughs> it's eclectic.
0: I'm going to give you my guilty pleasure. We'll see.
1: S- of the week. So naughty. Bad boy.
0: Oh. Ooh. We're also going to do my Wendy's beef. beef of the week. The week. I can't
3: wait to hear it. Oh, I'm, ex- I'm excited. Square burgers. There's been a lot of beef. Frosty's beef.
5: Yeah. Chili. used, yeah. Reused yes. beef. Yeah. yeah. reused beef. Oh, we're re- getting used... there. We're just warming it up. Yeah. We're warming the beef up. <laughs> <warm> oh. up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we're going to stump the brewer. Nah, <laughs> but yeah. but We got to get through it fast. We're going to go straight through one session. We're going to one session. I feel like wow. so. We have, I feel like For- we missed a, uh no, that's all the things. Okay, I got all the things. Okay. Why don't you just relax? Let me do my job. All right, man. You if there was a camera
2: in the studio right now, you, the listener, would be seeing our awesome Wait, new what about mugs.
3: What cool dudes? Oh, yes. No, that's dude. art. You're getting ahead.
2: Oh no, oh. yeah. Oh yeah, dude, who do, do cool stuff? Yeah. We're gonna do that too. Yes, because
0: we have some cool stuff in the house. We are all over the place. We gotta reel it in. I know. We shut up. <laughs> we have nine right, segments. And to And Brian is in the penalty box. What?
2: We have all nine right. segments to do in the next and seventy Brian minutes. And Brian is in the penalty box. <laughs>
0: all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So, first, hey, and good Justin's job. in the penalty box, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm a <part> of <laughs> who else, who else, <laughs> say some. <something>, say some <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I first want to give a shout out to Josh Heim, J.H. Pottery, shout out Josh. Woo! He got these uh, sick <laughs> custom mugs for us, the say Nana Brew, the podcast, on them with our full logo and our nicknames. So, everyone's out. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> It's so scary. It's so scary It there. is. terrifying. But uh, Josh has been with Books and Brews here for the very first day. First order was like 20 mugs. And ever since then... Cordley. So yeah, shout out to Josh. These mugs are awesome. He started from the very beginning. He's made like 3,000 plus pots for us wow. to this point. Many. It's crazy. And
3: he is so a big fan Josh. of our podcast. So shout out for listening. We appreciate it.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he does. He listens to the podcast. Shout out to our listener in...
0: Lafayette? <laughs> is that where he's from? <laughs> no, he's Huntington. Huntington. So check out he, Jay's he, he, Pottery. He'll make yes. a pot. he'll make a pot for you. He will.
3: They're great. He'll make. Pot? I actually I oh. I've <laughs> known we got a pot, we got a pot what guy. Is, <laughs> I have known no, about these in the works for like two months, and I was sworn to secrecy.
2: Cool. That's yeah. the most impressive thing that Brian's ever done. I know. <laughs> I really. Yes. <laughs> I just want
3: to be a part of it, so I feel pretty good about it. Let's do
2: old business really quick. Ready? Dim, dim,
3: dim, old dim, business. Dim,
2: dim, dim, the Persian dim, Empire.
5: Dim, dim, <laughs> the Great Price Wall of China, Zeus, comedian Jeff Ross. D- 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 what? <laughs> fuzz- big fuzzy dice on your rearview mirror. Oh, it's comedy of the eighties. Old business. Oh, oh,
2: Ford do 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 Pinto. The Jack in the Box in <laughs> Model T. Go <laughs>
1: oh,
3: kiting. Okay.
2: One up me. Yeah. Man, <laughs> the Persian Empire. That was good. <laughs> yeah, I, right right was on, the right, right I the stared beginning. you down when I said <laughs> that. Was pretty
1: good. <laughs> Man,
0: what was it last week that you did? You, the fir- you had one planned last week, and that really threw me for a loop. I don't know. I don't think he had
1: anything planned.
0: Like the cotton gin or something like that? (laughs) (laughs) That is a good one. Eli Whitney. That is a good one. (laughs)
2: Okay, what did we do last week, Bob? Last time, I interviewed the podcast. Ooh.
0: Jason beefed on Sporks. The end. Oh, <laughs> that beef carried through the weekend. Dude, I want for really? to know Sporks. That. Fuck. You. I got a picture. Sporks
4: are still the best. Sporks yeah. are the
3: best.
0: It's such a cheap ass fork. It's, it's barely a fork. It's
2: basically a spoon. It's like it's a
0: spoon. Someone and took a, a fork. bite out of the front it's a of
4: it. So yeah, it's a hybrid yeah. utensil. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the whole Mars. point
2: is you can have exactly one utensil that's going to be able to it consume exactly. the most amount of the entire food pyramid as possible. It for it. I got it. Sporks. Got a little
5: bit of... Soup in a sport. No, you, yeah. that's what I was yeah. like. You know what? Yeah. I just like a small bit of soup every time I go. Okay, out. but
1: it's yeah. better he than just it, my using side, a
2: plus one four for, <laughs> yeah. for Soup.
5: Everybody uses
2: a do. fork. My, you don't get My shit. main point of contention is if I were to give you right. one random meal of food and you are able to have exactly one utensil to eat four. it, you don't know what the food is. No, because it might. I'm going to give you soup. Yeah. <laughs> I'll drink most, it out of the bowl. <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh, not no. an option. Not allowed to drink
3: it out of the bowl. No, it's like savage. What are we Neanderthals? Come so, anyways, on. anyway, it is we're out of sports rule,
5: rule end of discussion. Okay, wait. It's no, five we have to six one. people at the table right now. I know it's three to two. Oh, the tiebreaker! The tiebreaker's what? the new guy. What, 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 what are what? your thoughts
4: on sports? You got to give us are like the Marcus or Aurelius, or Aurelius thumbs up or thumbs down, or gladiator gone? style. Spork. Uh, so I am pro spork because. Oh, spork. oh that's it. Yeah, that's it. Turn them off. this, man, in your face. Right, I want to are. carry something as minimal as possible. I'm a, you know, yep. you want to be minimal. You don't want to carry a fork and a knife and a spoon. You just yeah, this carry is a fork. fork.
5: <laughs> All you need is a fork. You
4: don't, <laughs> no. need, you don't need a spoon. I never Jason, understood you lose when I, was kid. Hey, hey, I go really
0: minimal.
5: I just use hands.
0: Yeah, yeah. For you know what you, try, you can't stab shit with a spork. It breaks immediately because the tines are like a millimeter long. Okay, quit eating them. <laughs> <inside you're laughs> <a home. laughs> what are you eating? Are you jamming into your <laughs> Anything. food with a spork? Any kind of protein, you're not going to be able to hmm. stab a chicken breast with that. Why you're not going to be able stab to stab a steak.
1: stab your food. Isn't it already dead?
0: Because like, it's got mm. a spork utensil in it. That's what it's supposed to be for.
2: Okay. That's supposed to be the utility of the spork, is yes. a stabbing. S- I want to pick up one noodle. How about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like okay. Boom. No anyway. Anyway, we'll what do. else did we do last week? We'll table this. I don't remember. I don't All right, bye. It. Okay, bye. bye. Thanks for listening to Nano Beer, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know. I don't know. I didn't did have honest. enough time to post it yet today, so usually I listen to it a little bit the right. day of so I can remember. But I remember I it
3: was great. That's for sure.
0: Yeah,
2: thanks, Time Cop. Yep. No problem. That's what okay, I've every week for the last four months, and I've been right every and the, week. For the, last and the rest And the of we, least, we have had at least one. Right. Mute,
0: mute, and we're gonna cut the rest of this segment due to time. All right, now it's time for dudes who, who do, cool. do cool. stuff. Stuff, Wee- stuff, 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 stuff. So, we're here with X Dog today. Oh man, now that's my nickname forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin is in the house and Kevin, you got a, a lot of cool stuff going on. I'm very interested in the the first one is that you were in a rap group apparently growing up yeah. or recently?
4: No, that was when I was younger, very young. I was about 18, 19, 20.
0: Okay, so you got to tell me. You got to yeah, give me give me a, give me a little bit of the history of your rap career.
2: Jason's jealous if you can't tell. Yeah,
1: I, mean, I am. Hear All right, some what? some rapping as well. All
4: right. Well, I mean, I was born in Indianapolis, and then I moved to a small town in Spencer. And then there was this guy that rapped in Spencer, and he wanted me to rap because we were from the city uh, versus everybody in yeah, Spencer yeah, yeah. that did there was not. One guy that rapped there. There is one guy, right? <laughs> so, city folk. Yeah, so we just started a little rap group, and then it, you know, what was the name? Well, we had a we had different names because it changed, but most of our most of the time it was Third Party. Okay. So, so we had three people with us. So oh, we had like nice. two rappers and the guy that sang and danced and did all kinds oh. of stuff. Yeah. Oh, nice! The hype mans nice so, the little b-boy. In? The b you throw, boss down. You throw yeah. down some cardboard. No, it wasn't like breakdancing. It was you know a little you, bit past the break dancing era. Oh. Did you guys play? Did you guys play gigs? Did you kind of busk for money
0: or just kind of yeah, get yeah, together? Yeah,
4: yeah, we played gigs in Bloomington and we played it in Spencer and Ellisville. So we would like uh, just rent out some space uh, in the National Guard Armory. We had tickets and fighting people out and. Yeah,
0: very cool. So the reason yeah. I brought it up because when we checked the mics, Kevin busted into this <laughs> like sixteen bar r- like k- killer yes. rap standoff and I was like, "Whoa, what is that from? I've never heard that." He's like, "Yo, those are my lines." <laughs> nice. So <laughs> I, I was very like you excited.
1: Need a, you need to throw it down again.
0: Oh man, I need a beat. Yeah. I was very excited to hear. Oh yeah, our beat guy quit. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, he no, beatboxing. Yeah, he art. works in the sinking rest, rest ship Rest now. in peace, Max. R.I.P. R.I.P. RIP. RIP shout out, Max. So number two thing talk about which which is which is a little well I guess I don't know rapping is pretty cool too but yeah, but you're also you are also a part owner in a brewery and barbecue like high like high end proper barbecue right right spot yeah in, rusted, uh, silo brew house. rusted silo brewhouse rusted mm-hmm. silo brewhouse so tell me how that came about how did how did how do you because I know you live in Martinsville right right yeah so how did how did it come about that you op- that you helped um, be a part of this brewery. Up in... Uh, remind me again? You said it already, but...
4: Uh, Liston, Indiana. Liston.
0: Yeah, yeah, up in Liston. So how'd
4: that come about? So the owner, Rob Ecker. so I... He w- used to be my boss um, oh, okay. from a previous job. Okay. So we would always, like, hang out on the weekends. We'd sit on his porch, you know, wondering what the poor people's doing. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> so we always... Uh, we traveled a lot, and we brewed beer together.
1: Oh, okay. So
4: we wanted to start our own, you know, our own brewery, and his wife wanted us... To to start like a restaurant so we always talked about starting something he's a chef from Walt Disney or from Disney World and he used to live in France so wow. yeah so he's professional that's, that's yeah. crazy
0: so he did he grew, he grew up in Florida or he just he worked for Disney yeah for a
4: time? Uh, well born and raised in Atlanta Georgia uh, okay moved to Florida and then moved to France for a while Um, studied his uh, skills as a chef. So growing up in the
0: South is where he's got that barbecue background. Right,
4: absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, and it helped with beer, too, because he has these, like, weird ingredients that he comes up with to get some crazy flavors in the beer. But one day he just said, hey, um, I'm going to resign from my job, and then I'm. Chase it full-time, huh? Yeah. Rob, what are you going to do? He goes, well, we talked about the restaurant and the beer. Let's do that. I was like, okay. So he needed some investors, so he asked if uh, we would invest in it. So I did, and I support him all the way, and it's been crazy ever since. Yeah.
0: So tell me, because I'm interested, what it's like. So you you put your... Uh, in investment literally mm-hmm. yeah. and trust into your your friend that you've known for a long time right. sounds like you guys brewed together obviously he's got a really awesome culinary background yeah. so um, you're not going out on a huge limb in terms of someone who really knows what they're doing mm-hmm. to open up a shop in terms of the technical side of things right was it was it difficult for you though to jump in as an investor I'm always curious I'm the yeah. reason I'm asking is because I'm curious that I grew up in entrepreneur land and my parents are entrepreneurs my brothers and you know everyone i know it's just kind of a second it's just second nature right you know but it's not for everybody like that's right. a big deal That's a big that's a pretty big step just to say you know in the, telling the story it sounds like yeah i just kind of quit my job and started a business but mm-hmm. those are those are big scary decisions right. so yeah. tell me about that did
4: you did you have a hard time with that process or what was what no. was it like? Was Not it really, because I wanted to start a business with him anyway. So it's a long time coming for yeah, you guys? So Yeah, we talked about this for years. And it, when he finally did it, I got excited for it. Yeah. Um, when he was looking for some investors, I was the first person that says, take my money, right? Because I believed in him. Yeah. And I believed what he could do as far as barbecue is concerned. Because yeah. he, you know, he pitched, he wants to do barbecue, make the beer later. Um, but he okay. has beer there now. You know, yeah. He's selling beer, but we're not we're not doing our own beer at this time. Oh, so, I see. So it was, it was very easy for me to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to put money in and to help him out. And I really didn't expect to get any money back because, I mean, we're friends and we're partners. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's great to get that money back at the same time. But, I mean, it, you know, you're with him through, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. Now, there's other investors that he reached out to, which I thought – Maybe a mistake, and if I had to, if we went back in time, we would probably not offer investments to um, uh, you know people they didn't know personally. Or, yeah, right. Yeah, because you know there's investors that will invest, and they think that yes, they do own part of part of the business, but they have to know that he is the owner, and yeah. he owns most of the business. Yeah, and he's the one in there every day, all day why they're just sitting in the back trying to run things from the desktop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I mean? that's a good, yeah. like,
3: people sometimes, yeah. even if you're an investor, sometimes you need to know to, you know, you're putting right. money up, but get out of the way. Right. Let, let the person with the dreams and the, and the, the vision do what they're going to do.
0: Or I'll even, I'll even put it a slightly different way, and that is pull a bar shift.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Pull, yeah. pull a
0: shift as the pit master. Absolutely. Yeah and then and then formulate your opinion i i heard and this is this yeah. is related i heard a really interesting you know behind the music or something along those lines one time when uh, There was an artist, and they're talking about writing some breakthrough album, and it escapes me. But the point that he made was, first, we're going to sit down, and we're going to listen to every album we can find in this genre, listen to every message that people are saying, and then we're going to make our statement. And I always thought that was a really interesting point of, before we have our contribution of opinion, let's make sure we're saturated with everything else out there that exists. And I think that's pertinent in business. Would you... Yeah. I mean, is that, that's, is that kind of where you're driving with that? Yeah, because, like, I mean...
4: It, the, it's the, easy for you to say, like... Right. The wife and I has been there, and we've been behind the counter, and we've right. helped, but then you have you know some investors like. that just want to be an investor, which is... That's no problem. Yeah. If an investor wants to be an investor, then so be it. Yeah. However, if you're being a type of investor that is trying to make the shots and trying to be, you know, trying to argue on every... Decision, yeah. you're gonna have to go there and work a little bit. Yeah, you know really. what I mean? Just because you have the money
2: doesn't mean you have the knowledge. Right. You could buy a brewery. That doesn't mean that you don't it just immediately learn how to brew, or you and, don't immediately know right. how to brew. Yeah, yeah.
0: and not only yeah. that, that's the one thing and I and I would venture to guess like this really authentic barbecue. It's the same sort of vein that I always say that you know, when the, when the guys walk into Shark Tank, the very first question they ask mm. is, there's nothing proprietary here. I have more money than you. Why can't I go out and just do a more expensive version of what you're doing? Right. And my answer is probably very similar to this barbecue thing. is like, you can't recreate authenticity. Mm. You know what I mean? And so people with money, you know, they might be able to, like, sit back and be like, mm. you know, try to make decisions with money. But uh, it's really important to understand what the soul of the business is too, right? Yeah. Oh, here I'll put it. You know, it's interesting to me. to put it a different way because I just recently brought on a partner, but it's, but it's a guy that I've known since we were since fifteen, right? You know, so I've known him for twenty years. And sounds like with your kind of story too, which is interesting to me that we had been talking about books and brews opening before there was books and brews, and then ever since it opened, he'd been bugging me about. Kicking in some money and being a part of it because he just wants to be in the industry. He doesn't want to. He just wants. He just loves the idea of the beer business and that kind of thing. And we have a great understanding. And you have an interesting side of it because you do have this a group of. It sounds like a group of people that didn't one hundred percent know each other, right? Yeah. Other than you and Rob.
4: Yeah, I mean, there's some there's some members that we do know each other, but then there's some uh, there's a couple that. You know, we know through them, you know, through the investors, yeah. the investors' friends, or maybe, you know, so. Um, so defining the so roles going into that,
0: was that, so in other words, your biggest advice for anybody that wants to raise some capital to open their business? My biggest
4: advice is if you're looking for investors, you might want to think very hard, do you really need investors? Is that, is that the role you're going to take? And as if you're looking for investors, you got to be straight up with them and, you know, set your expectations out there and then get a feel for what they're looking for as an investor. Um, because for me, it was very easy. I, I believed in him and I take my money. I will follow you wherever you go. He trusts me when I make when I come up with some decisions or when i come up with some changes he thinks about it and he does it um however you know if i want to go the opposite way then me and him talk but you have to be there right you have to like talk to the owner and stuff like that you just can't go through it through email you're going to have investors that are are investing and they think they're going to run it from afar which is uh, that's a to me that's a bad investor totally You're, you're just giving the money and saying hey i'm waiting for my quarterly cut yeah. Yeah. So that's something you got to look for. You got to look for those, uh, you know, those people that are just looking for their money versus looking for, believing in the business.
0: It's heart heart and head, right? Right. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, you can only go so far. I get it. Like people, you know, no one's doing it for charity. I understand that. But at the end of the day, right. you know, the why is more important. I always thought this is very interesting. You know, I write articles for Medium once in a while, some of my ramblings that I'm eventually going to put into book. And the, this is part of my process of trying to make sure that my business keeps the heart over a long period of time that I can express. So that's part of the reason I started the podcast is trying to get out all of my expressions of what I believe about the business. in audio is a little bit easier than it is to sit down and write it at a computer. So that way I can go back and transpose or whatever else. But... Um... How was I going with that? I
4: mean, it's just like if somebody's <laughs> hey, <bye>. like, <laughs> if somebody's coming to you and like say, here's 60000 here's here's $100,000, you got to kind of look and say, okay, what are you looking for as an investor? Right. You know, what are right. you looking for? Because it is a small uh, barbecue restaurant. Right. We're not going to have like, it's, it's not, not a McDonald's, million, right? Dollar, yeah, like turning not, tables, We run out of food at the end of the day and that's how true Southern barbecue does it. They right. run out, when you get it and when it runs out, it runs out. We're not like wasting any meats. And we're not going to waste any meats. Period. That's and that's the way to do it. Right. It doesn't matter if you're
0: honestly, if it doesn't matter if you're a barbecue place or if you're running. And again, minor league baseball background. Everyone drank. If you're if you're running a, the good person who runs concessions is the person who knows how much to order. Right. You know, that just enough to serve everyone, not too much that you're throwing stuff away. Right. And then to and for your, it's even more because the best thing. I don't know. Give me your opinion on this. I feel like the best thing that your business could ever do is run out of food right. at 8 p.m. Yeah. Word of mouth.
4: Word of mouth's like like get in well, there yeah, before you're it runs out. Have to get in early. And they love it. They love it. They love like chasing it, chasing the meats. We, we we need to get in there before it runs out. Yep. And that's how authentic barbecue does it in the South. They don't like make meats and, because it takes like 15 hours, so so you know, yeah. for meats
3: to even it's, smoke. Yeah, it's kind of like you know brewing beer. It's not like oh bacon cookies. Right Get Ready in 15 minutes, right, right. Not, you know what I mean the like meat, lamp Or, or hold the meat yeah.
4: over overnight and then say, "I'll just like put it in the because yeah, right. we don't even have no, we have no microwaves. We only have an open wood fire nice. and a hot plate to yeah. um, crust amazing. the toast wow. basically to make toast. Nice. That's it. Wow. That's all. So wow. everything in wow. there is just uh, it's cooked over an open rotisserie over yeah. a wood fire. I've seen
0: several people totally not connected to you that are just random friends of mine posts, yo, you have to go check out Rusted Silo at the barbecue. It's It's amazing. And that was, and that's just since the time, because I just met you randomly in person Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago in Zionsville. You happened to wander in and I recognized you from LinkedIn or Facebook or something. Mm -hmm. And so we started chatting, and then it's one of those things, like, as soon as you talk to someone, then you start seeing these things pop up all the time, and I started seeing all these friends of mine, like, yo, you got to go check out Russ's Silo, Russ's Silo on my yeah. Facebook. Brother's listening, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that. So there's my, here, I'll sneak in the mini beef right
2: here, interjection beef. Oh, sneaky oh, interjection, interjection beef.
0: Interjection <laughs> beef. Yeah. Brandon, this is your story. You can
2: tell it. You know where I'm oh, going with course. this? Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I so, so Jason. <laughs> Jason and I were talking, and he is the talking. one. Talking. Talking, just very casually. Not at our computers. Not even at our computers. We He was in the kitchen. I was serving. We were horrifically short-staffed, and we both had to work one night. And he made one comment in passing to me about Potbelly's sandwiches. Mm. Delicious. They're delicious sandwiches. <laughs> I do love them. They are. I've never looked them up on my phone. As long as I've had this phone, I have not been to or near a Potbelly's. But I then later that night, I got an Instagram ad for Potbelly's. Mm. He said it near me, just <laughs> in my vicinity. <laughs> he brought up me. Potbelly's <laughs> around me, oh, and then man. I got an ad for it. Mark Zuckerberg, fuck you. Apple,
4: (laughs) yeah. Apple swears they're not listening in on their conversation. (laughs) However, however, Alexa is listening in twenty four seven. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be, uh, it's the future whether we like it or not. Like we're gonna have Mm -hmm. things in our eyelids listening to everything that we say. I don't mind
4: it though. If, Because if I'm talking about something, I'm probably going to go to the internet to look for it anyway. And if oh, it okay. pops up, I'm like, hey, Grace, Oh, oh well, it's perfect my EDD. I'm yeah. just like, yeah. oh, shit.
3: I was right. going to buy that. Thanks, yeah. Mark. I, yeah. think, I think it was <laughs> Kyle. Shout out Kyle. He was telling me a story. And he was like, technology caught up to me today. And it kind of creeped me out. I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, well, my friend texted me. We're supposed to meet up. And they are like, hey, what's your... are talking about
0: Kyle, assistant brewer, mother yeah. of barrels. Yes.
2: Bung the, smasher. The bungisher. The bungisher. The bung... Bung So.
3: He, um, yeah, he was like, so my friend texted me, he was like, hey, what's your addri- address for meeting up later? And he goes, I opened it and my phone had pre-filled my address, like ready to hit send. Oh, totally, like, yeah. Eh, and it's like, well, yeah, amazing, it's just, yeah, yeah.
2: If you text me, where are you? Then it'll be my my. Like the first like response that it'll suggest is send current location question mark i didn't even know that was a thing until like less than a year ago my yeah your iphone or if you, on where the you're iphone going if you type to. out i'm at then the next suggestion you know, is send current location
1: i get in my car and it'll say right. 24 minutes to get yeah, home yeah cuz you have been there right. and like but on Thursdays when i get in my car it tells me every morning how long it's going to take me to get to Books and Brews. Absolutely. Yeah. Monday, actually, Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. it tells me how long
0: it's going to yeah. take me, me to oh, get that's to... Sometimes
2: so. it'll be like, ooh, you I better know, leave the now. F- There's traffic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's
5: really messed you know, up... You're already running late. Thank yeah. you. And that's perfect. I want that for all my staff. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> Thank I, you, phone. Yeah, right. I, I work at the Brownsburg and Zionsville location most, and when I get into my car, it actually knows which one I... Working at that morning somehow <laughs> oh, It freaks me that. because you have out. home base on your phone. Yeah, It tracks trends. I do wonder how many like wedding proposals have been ruined just because money, someone money, looking money, it up, like like wedding rings, and then someone else on Facebook mm-hmm. is like, "Why do I get all these wedding ring G- ad posts?" Hey, <laughs>
4: that's funny that you said that because it says, uh, oh, "I
5: wanna yeah. I wanna continue this conversation." <laughs> art in your face
0: art. Art, 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 in art, 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 art in your face art in your face art in your, art, your art, face art in your
1: face facial I think it's art really art funny face. that we went from that to art in your face Yeah
0: oh boy it's true right It is an yeah. art if you think about it yeah. No, I'm going to shift gears back Any a little loop. bit to the barbecue spot because I I want to I want to tie this in with one of my favorite shows The Prophet, if you haven't watched The Prophet. I'm The it's, Prophecy uh, yeah, Nope, you're so The Prophecy Take goodbye. All... It's uh it's pretty good and the reason I like it is because Shark Tank has kind of turned into this weird Simon Cowell American Idol Ooh, thing where they just right. make fun of the people that come in? Oh, basically. I haven't
3: seen it recently. Is it? Yeah,
0: it, it just yeah, feels it's like not, it's not fucked good. up. It just feels when like they rip up? on, th- this idea sucks and you it's suck. now, It's
2: not like fully just like a weekly TV show. Well, either, like,
0: that, either that or they're like, I'm going to give you 5 grand for 95%. You right, have to answer exactly. me in 5 seconds. Yeah, yeah. that sucks. That's 5 yeah.
2: seconds and I'm out. That's, okay. the worst. that's, yeah. that's, that's not how, that's how investments, how investments yeah, work. Right. Yeah, that,
0: that, this is Can a, a, I this talk is a, to the people next yeah. to you like, "No, no, you have to tell yeah, me. You have to yeah, me now, like, now, now, now." A, now. Like, well, it's all already
2: decided before before they even get in front of the camera. So Yeah, I don't know.
0: I read about it and it sounds like it sounds like their the interview process is actually really long. They're actually in front of the sharks for like an hour or two and they cut it down to like just a few minutes. But so you, so you're getting a lot of like the
2: you know yeah the you're
0: like they take they get your reaction acting pissed off and then they just randomly
2: splice it in to make yeah. it look like there's conflict <laughs> just but move your just move your face for about four minutes, and we'll just take the stills of yeah. The but those are the investors faces that, that you,
4: make. you. Those are the type of investors you have to stay away from because they just want to own your company. You're right. right. Yeah, no, you're absolutely <laughs> period. Right. Yeah. I'm but on 51 percent of your company but for flips, twelve dollars. So this is why I
0: like the profit is because the profit's kind of in between Bar Rescue and Shark Tank, where Ooh. a guy comes in and he was he, he made his living as the CEO of um, Camping World, which is kind of like a Cabela's mm-hmm. type of big you know, big deal. Weird. And uh, so he comes in. The first half of the show, he's kind of like watching, vetting your business. He's on site, you know. And then he sits down, and he makes an offer. I'm going to give you X amount for so much of your business, kind of like Shark Tank, but it's just one person. And sometimes people say no, and then they just like cut to like a new part of the episode. <laughs> okay, yeah. nope, thanks, bye. And... Uh, so so that part of it actually seems somewhat real. I'm sure there's, like any show, there's, like, stage bits just to make sure there's something to show on TV, right? But right. what I like about it is, so he makes an investment, they shake hands, and his big tagline in the show is, as soon as you take my money, I'm 100% in charge. So what... Oh, right. Then. So yeah. here... You know... Okay. Pass. Mm. Two parts about that. Number mm. one, he's taking over. He's taking on failing businesses versus Shark Tank. A lot of times are they're up and investing in up and coming or they're yeah. doing really good New need, ideas. They, they, yeah, or they need money for inventory. Like <laughs> yeah. we're about to be dead. Please yeah. help. So one of them was, for example, tangibly here in Indianapolis, one of the um, businesses he invested in was Bentley's Pet Supplies. Mm. So he goes into Bentley's Pet Supplies, which had three locations in Chicago. These people are going out of business. Like they're not making any money. They're in Tons of debt. It's basically kind of like a Whole Foods for pet supplies. Huh. You know, like like natural Whole that would Foods not work. kind of thing. So he invests in them. And I don't know if you've noticed, but there's like six of them in Indianapolis in the last six months. Hmm. They have over 500 locations since he bought half the company. I can actually see Yikes. that oddly wow, being a, amazing. Yeah, he took it and a, uh... it. I don't know if you noticed, there's one in Zionsville right by our store. There's one at 86th Street right by oh, my house. Yeah. People... There's one in Broad Ripple right by Hopcat. People with um, now, people with
3: money do not mind throwing it at their pets. That's for sure. So okay. it's
0: it's interesting that he. I mean, what I what I, this is what I like about the show, though, is that here's people who clearly sometimes he goes into situations where there's like too many cooks, and he's like, yo, all this infighting, all these problems. Here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna invest and now. I'm in charge, and there's one voice, and we're moving forward. And for better or worse, even some people, some people look and see how he wants to take the company, and they say. Yo, we don't want the company to go in this direction because he's very he's is very open. Like for example, he went and there was kind of like a fast casual version of this uh, Greek. It's basically Chipotle for Greek food, and he took it over and they it. have like it's 800 good. locations now. But mm-hmm. you know, sometimes people it's go. It's good. It's good, by the way. You know what I'm talking about?
2: If it's the chain of <laughs> Chipotle Greek restaurant that I've had before. <laughs> So it's your it, euro on the so, go, but that's what
0: he does. He goes in. He's trying to scale these businesses f- to make a lot of money. He's not going into mom and pop and trying to make them a better mom and pop. Put your hands he's, off that mic. He's trying to make. I know whoever did this did very poorly. I'm just trying to fix it on the fly here. Uh, worst microphone ever. Uh, sorry, excuse me. Uh, so anyway, the what? But what I like about that, and I don't know if this is what you're getting at, is that. Sometimes with companies it's great to have sounding boards in the boardroom. It's great to have people that have ideas. But sometimes things don't get done unless there's kind of really one person who at the end of the day pulls the trigger. Mm-hmm. I don't know, do you feel that way or do you feel like you need a lot of people to to delegate to and well with us have we ideas. don't have a lot of
4: investors, so it's not like that bad. I mean, how we're painting that picture. However, in my mind there's one voice and one voice only and that's the person that came up with the idea, busted their ass for that idea, and actually are really doing the things and, and that and that's the owner of Rob. Uh, well I'll the, just put it between right. you and
0: Rob then. You right. know, I, we don't need to talk about the okay. other people involved. Like just between you and Rob though. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, this is this is what I'm gathering, is like you're a sounding board, you have ideas, right. you you know, you guys talk it out, you have different opinions, whatever it is, yeah. but at the end of the day, you know, he's driving the business. Is that
4: yeah, absolutely. He's he's driving the business. I'm listening to it, and if I have any opinions, then I'll say something, and then we'll go from there. I mean, we've never, like, argued. I mean, I can see where that's happened. I mean, other companies, if they have investors, and they're, they're arguing how what the direction's going. But I came in before it. We had a huge plan, and we planned it out way before we even got the building and even started it. We kind of knew what exactly what we was going to do. And everything that – he said that we were doing it's it's being done so i'm, nice. I'm happy with it right that
0: was, that was my next question was because here's something interesting i always think about brand new businesses because you know how we've evolved massively from the concept to what we are today have you first of all how old is the business
4: when did you guys open uh this year i mean we're not even like eight months in okay so no. from
0: so from concept to opening the doors to seeing how people come in and react have there been any differences? When I'm saying differences, anything from how the furniture's arranged, to how sure. t- tickets are taken, to yeah. how flow goes. Absolutely. What yeah, kind yeah. of stuff has changed for you guys?
4: Um, how the tickets are taken, um, the heat inside. We didn't anticipate the heat to be, um, you know, that hot in there. Even though like we have door an air conditioning. Closing hot or uh, kitchen hot? Uh, just kitchen hot because gotcha. we, we're only on an open pit fire. So we have this uh, huge uh, brick fireplace, and even though we have an air conditioner. It spreads everywhere. So um, my idea was to buy some fans, some ceiling fans, and then um, we got those in place. So it kind of brings um, the heat down. That you can really f- feel the air conditioning coming in, so we fixed that. Um, some of the trays that we served on, we've changed over time uh even even small things like locations of the trash cans you know yeah, as well, uh, yeah. i think a lot of people don't think about right. the importance of some mm-hmm. th- of the efficiency of some of those things right and then we have to think about the flow of the restaurant you know okay at first you know they would go up and they would order and then we would call out um actually we would call out a poker card we was going to say two of hearts and then that would be your be your dinner but we changed that because they would come up and get it then they would come up and get it yeah i mean they still do come up and get it the only thing that we serve is the alcohol and drinks because if we have um underage cashiers we don't have a bar in between the uh cash register and the dining area so they cannot physically hand somebody beer um somebody over 20 or 21 or over has to walk around the counter and actually hand them uh, the beer, right. which is, which is weird. So we had to adjust yeah. to that a little bit. <laughs> um, sucks. yeah, we was going to have an out, well, we do have an outside place and it's located right, right beside a railroad track. Uh, so, um, you know, we had to do the fence. So, I mean, there's little things oh, that yeah. you kind of have to talk about and change in order to make the restaurant flow a, a bit better. Um, you have to explain to the customers when they come in, you know, how do I order what do I order? Where do we go after we order? So you kind of have to explain that to them. But the repeating customers know now. We get that question so, yeah. all the time. Yeah. What, do we, what do we do? Right. What is this place? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, how does this work? I just want
2: to meet. Yeah. <laughs> right. I saw an older group walk in. I want a beef side of beef. Right.
3: I, want a, I saw
4: an older group walk in,
3: and they were like, we randomly saw this place and wandered in. What is going on here? <laughs>
4: I've had a vegetarians yeah, okay. walk in. And say, do you have anything uh, not uh, for vegetarians on your menu? I'm like, you're in a barbecue yeah, restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> you smell meat everywhere. Why would you even be sitting here if you're vegetarian? You I, actually,
2: I actually just watched a video about smoked watermelon. Oh yes, oh,
4: me too. Yes, and
5: apparently it looks like it looks s-
3: weird, but apparently yes. yeah. it tastes. I saw something also about smoked deviled right? eggs.
0: Pretty good. Cool. So yeah, really? Does it? It looks like it ham. Looks, it looks like ham. Yeah. If you oh. score it and smoke it,
2: it looks like ham. Do you? Okay, so do you cut
0: it, you what? score it, so you make holes in it? Is that what you're saying? Or do you no, cut so it in you,
2: half or So you, you I believe in this video they took it completely out of the rind and just had like basically like a half of oh. a de-skinned watermelon and then oh. they scored it like a, like hash marks like a okay. ham and okay. then they just smoked it. And and it, it, and it, and it, and it kind it, of looked like it, it looked like a very pink they ham. They smoked it, it just like up? it was meat.
4: Yeah. Well, no, it just uh it gets smoked on the skin. So the skin gets smoked. It gets all crispy Whoa, on the outside. Yeah, Justin is showing me
0: on his phone, and That's I'm. So
4: it's a little. Odd. I would try it, but I wouldn't crave it. God. Yeah, it's I, weird. I, I guess I would
0: watermelon. Watermelon is that fruit that is yeah, like. I mean, I'll try, That's I'll delicious. Try it.
4: I'll try
2: anything once.
0: I feel like I feel like it's just like my body going through the process of opening and closing my mouth without any kind of like. I'm not getting what I need out of food. Right. I feel watermelon. like if I ate that, my
4: body was like, "You lied to me, you son <laughs> of
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> What is this tomfoolery? <laughs> so okay. when do we eat food? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> huh, anyway.
1: That is awa-
0: that, that is awesome, man. I, I love uh... So when when bre- tell me about the
4: brewing side of things, you guys planning on getting started? Do you guys yeah. have, have a system? Uh, we don't have a system yet. We're going to contract our recipes yeah. out to uh, Noble Order. Okay. Um, we're still trying to in talks with that. Uh, we've we've brewed beer before the restaurant. Period. And we uh, we were part of Circle City's Imergy, so we would go oh, out man. to different um, events and pour. Uh, folks loved our particular beers that we had, so yeah. we're like, hmm, we should do beer. Right? Totally. So um, we'd it- always brew beer in his barn every weekend. So um, it's something that we're looking into, but. In the meantime, we have like oh between fifty to seventy different types of craft beer that they sell at this uh wow. barbecue and brew house. Is yeah. it
3: is it bottles, cans, I assume?
4: Uh both, actually, yeah. Okay, yeah, yep, bottles and cans, cool. and it's all local, so it's all Indiana. So, yeah. Very cool. awesome. Shout out Russ's Silo, go check them out. Yeah, we're yep. gonna go next week. Uh, I think I think I might go on Friday. I'm
0: gonna go field trip. Well, oh, I'm going there the right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, already oh, there. Well, I'm already on my way. <laughs> Ten cops already yeah. been there. It was delicious. <laughs> yes. I'm going Going there yesterday five stars I went there back while
2: we
3: were talking <laughs> no I, I think I actually will go probably tomorrow cool yeah all right let me
2: art anyway, your face let's do it we got to art I had game night last night, night over yeah. at uh,
0: Brian uh, It was uh our buddy Corey's house Brian also lives there I do I'm a resident he's a resident <laughs> at Corey's house <laughs> Corey, who used to work here, so this is this is an interesting story. It's happened to me a couple times where I've met, I think probably. Will you quit touching your mic, please? Well, you're welcome. (laughs) Uh, I've met (laughs) half a dozen (laughs) employees during my gigs playing '90s hip hop on the ukulele, and right after I'm done, they go, "Are you guys hiring?" (laughs) And Corey was one of those. So Corey applied for a job here after. One night where it was actually, it wasn't actually, so Yuka Whaler is the name of my band, and it wasn't even that night. It was a weird night of open mic where no one showed up. Usually we have like 10, 15 acts yeah. that come for open mic. Oddly, no one was here, and Corey wandered in, and he's like, hey, do you guys have open mic tonight? And I said, yeah, dude, you want to play? And he's like, no, I just want to listen. And I was like, oh shit, well now I gotta play. <laughs> God damn it. So I got up on the stage and I played for like an hour and a half and I just brought up different members of the staff to like sing songs with me. And oh, it nice. was really fun. Anyway, afterwards, Corey applied for a job and worked in the brew house for a little bit. Or no, I'm sorry, he applied for a job. I hired him, then he immediately tore his ACL. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I was work like, related. Uh,
2: not here, not here. He no, didn't. no. So he
0: never actually started. And then when his ACL re- repaired, when he, he healed. healed. There's <laughs> actually no
2: possible way he could have torn his ACL here. It's actually against the rules to injure yourself at Books and Breaks. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. A lot of it's, people don't know that. It's in the manual. It's tucked in there in a weird section, but it says you're not allowed to get injured It's like injured that whole here. Disney roll. Exactly. Exactly. No, totally that's that's
0: yeah. Ouch! I fell out of my car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do that in here. Yeah. I, yeah. Cut myself in, I cut myself
2: on this knife when I was cutting this on my drive-in. On my brake. I hear that all the time. Yeah.
0: Anyway. So, so anyway, what, uh, I invited myself over for game night last night. So I crashed <laughs> the party. It <laughs> uh, was awesome. We played. What's what's we played a pirate game.
3: Yes, we play Black Fleet. Black Fleet, mm. which is very fun. Yes, this is an awesome game. It's very. It's pretty simple and straightforward. Like board but game? also strategic. Yeah, yeah, it was
0: fun. So you have a pirate ship and a merchant ship. Yep. Sweet. And you try to get same. Basically, you try to get the merchants to deliver the goods while the pirate ships
2: try to sink everyone else. Yeah, it's kind
3: of like interesting. Like, it's like, like real life. Of paper rock scissors. Everybody, so everybody's got two ships. What did you hold up? What did you paper, say? Paper rock scissors. Yeah, listen. No, did actually, you say
2: paper rock scissors? Yeah, it's the wrong order, dude. No, it's not. <laughs> no. Rochambeau. It's rock paper scissors. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows this. You're okay to be wrong, but that's fine. You're going two one three. So yeah. like Snoop Dogg. Yeah.
3: So everybody has, like you said, a merchant ship and a pirate ship. Your merchant ship delivers goods. Your pirate ship attacks other people's merchant mm. ships. But there's a side kicker. Uh oh. And there's naval ships that Whoa. everybody controls. Every round, and so every round,
0: was... every round, you control three ships. Yeah. You move, you move the big boats in the middle. You move your merchant. You move your yeah. pirate ship. And huh. you basically, it's just a sabotage game of you screwing everyone else as yeah, much as possible. Yeah, and trying, as trying as to as. gain as much points. These you motherfuckers can. sank yeah. my pirate. Yeah. My pirate
2: ship never yeah. even you lived. You sank my pirate ship. <laughs> my <laughs> pirate
0: ship didn't live one fucking yeah.
5: turn. It got The entire game. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> bitches. I will say you're a fast
0: learner when it comes to games. I well, I'm just very good at Yeah, yeah, I'm just very well. Yes, I just really well, appreciate you got your strategy.
1: Parachips.
0: Well, we—I mean, it, it was a I lot came of that. close. Game. Actually, I felt yeah. like for a first time playing, I came really close to winning. Mm-hmm. John has some
2: like qu- qu- like triple, quadruple. John is John is probably cards. a verified professional board game player. Oh, one hundred percent. So shout one, out John I mean, Couch. If there was such yeah, a thing as a, a professional Couch. tabletop game player, that's John. I yeah, agree. so John Couch used to. Will used, to <laughs> yeah, yeah. used to work so here. Same. Yeah, he used to work here again.
0: Again, it's just all these uh, although I have to say that I totally sabotaged the shit out of them in the next <laughs> game. So the next game, yeah, uh people are about to leave and then uh was it Matt? Matt. Matt came in with uh Marvel version of Munchkin. Yes. And Munch, like, Munchkin okay, is well now we have crazy play. fun. And I never yeah, they, played before. It's like
2: yeah. D D Light Jr. I don't know any of
1: these games. It's nice.
0: well that, that one's a little more intense and it's not my favorite, but they love it. Munchkin's a game where you almost it's just you can learn on your own, but it's going to take a while. It's better just to play with someone that's played before. That's why I and love playing that. games you do, with John. He's the best at explaining <laughs> yeah. games. He's played every single game. That's period, way better because then like you, one time around the game, and now I feel like I could play both yeah. these games without even anyone explaining it to yeah. me. But anyway, it was it was great. I uh, I smashed him with Ultron like
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice. like
0: right when he's about to win, knocked mm-hmm. him down a few levels. It was nice. pretty great. Yeah. I'm proud of you, boss. So John, so John didn't win, and then we had uh, so. One fun thing about this game, and if you played Munchkin, you'll appreciate, we're going to deep dive uber, uber nerdy here for a second. Mm-hmm. Everyone got to level nine. So level 10 is to win. Yep. So John was about to win. I sabotaged the shit out of him. And then everyone caught up. So we're all at level nine around the table. So everyone's kind of used all their sabotage kind of cards. So basically, you just need to pull a low-level monster, and your are monster not, you're that you can going beat, and you win. Yeah. Yep. And we went around the table three times <laughs> and nobody pulled a monster, just trap after trap, no monsters. Finally our buddy Chris won, right? Chris, mm-hmm. regulars. Reem. Reem. So mm-hmm. this is a very it was a very fun game for a couple different levels. Number yeah. one, it was fun and as of its own. Number two, these are all people I met through Books and Brews. Number yep. one, met Corey from Yuka Whalers, met Brian from well, obviously employing you. Back in <laughs> Nom. Back in Nom. Chris and Matt were our mug club members here. Mm-hmm. And John. Both Mug Club member and then employee and then non-employee. it's actually, he's a brewer at another brewery. Yeah. That's actually how I met.
3: Again, I met Corey here. He was my employee. Fast forward. I live with the guy. And then Reem. it. Yeah. Reem and Matt, Chris and Matt, uh, met both of them here and became friends with them. We started playing games <sighs> together. So, yeah. It's pretty cool. Cool. It's that's cool. My, that's my art. Cool. You got art, bro? I have art. Uh Netflix movie called Extinction.
0: Cool. <laughs> oh, I have more art. Yeah, keep going. Oh okay.
3: My God. So, Netflix movie called Extinction. It's basically like you, you can imagine this dude. It's about extinction?
2: Yeah. The what? So uh, there's, You've there's, there's, seen it. There's
3: some twists. <laughs> time cop, no, time so, cop, bitch. So, this dude like starts to have really really crazy, weird, vivid dreams of, of all this crazy shit. And then it kind of starts happening and all of a I sudden. I missed it. Movie or show? Movie. Okay. Um. Man, keep going. And so basically, it's like oh, they're having like a dinner party, and then shit, it's the fan. Like stuff starts falling from the sky, stuff starts blowing up. Okay. Stuff, oh wait, no, you're stuff, talking. You're talking about what's the fan stuff? Like 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 feces sh- starts falling yes, from the sky. Yes. Literal, oh, literal shit starts falling from the sky. I thought you were talking about from that from
2: James Franco and.
3: No, that's why him. We talked about that last
1: week. <laughs>
3: oh, you <laughs> no. think end of the world? End of the world. Uh, I couldn't no. remember what no, it was no, called. So it's actually like they're like, a dinner party. and shit.
2: Starts falling from the sky. It's almost like are there. I don't. almost like like his name is Jonah Hill. Thank you. It's almost he like ships,
3: like ships or something, start coming down and just blasting ships. everything. A shit ship. A ship,
0: ship. They're being attacked by pirate ships or no, they alien ships. They're no, like alien up ships.
3: Up the
1: game? I don't know what the no, fuck God, is happening it. right now. No,
3: like like alien ships. But then there's some crazy. And they're twists. shooting
2: shit at them. Yes,
3: like, like laser shit. They're human fe- is human feces feces? shit. Is it human feces
2: or alien feces? Whose shit is it? Uh, that's to be determined. Oh, we don't know. It's a, oh, it's a plot point. You have to, <laughs> to yes.
3: find out where the <laughs> shit's are, coming okay, from. No spoilers. <laughs> there are there are twists, plot twists, and it's it's a very entertaining. And Soylent a Green solid, is people. Solid movie. I would highly how recommend. many time
0: cop badges would you give it? I would how give how it three. Three, <laughs> three time cops. Three, out of how many? Three and a half. Three and a half out of five uh, or out of ten? 3.75 out of three five. Three times back into the past. Yes.
3: Okay. I All would right. go back into the past three times. Cool. Pass. Br- Brandon, what you got? <laughs> All right. We're going to keep
2: it brief. I got some future art coming Ooh, out at tonight. At that, the my time job. of recording at midnight. There's this new show coming out to Netflix. It's called Thursday. Di-
0: Thursday. Thursday. Well,
2: it's technically Friday. Friday. Friday, yeah. Friday. Friday. It's called Dis- Disenchanted. Oh. It is a new show by oh. Matt Gronig of, oh, yeah. of Simpsons, specifically Futurama. Uh, he's it's the a writer of and they've got a couple of the voice actors from Futurama a couple of the producers I watched it as it well as some new stuff voice it's voice actor from Futurama yeah almost. a bunch a ton of them and Eric Andre now uh, but it's about we don't know much about what it's about they've only done teasers uh, but it's set in like it's a cartoon set in medieval times and, like there's this princess that's set to med wed somebody and she doesn't want to but Matt Groening could do no Spaceballs wrong. Yeah. Space I
3: <laughs> I went to the future and watched it. Two point
0: seven
2: five. Not good. Time cops. It's the
0: exact same plot as Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
2: see. So it's a, it's a show. It's already it's already been Make set for two seasons. First season <laughs> comes out tonight at midnight, and I'm going to watch it. So that's what I'll be talking it's about a next late. week.
0: So the press that I saw on it was that Matt Groening specifically stayed away from plot points on Game of Thrones. That he was not trying
2: to. Oh, did he really? I yeah, he said
0: he said that he said that. I think that he made that there might be some jokes, but he he tried to stay away from it being labeled as basically a Game of Thrones a Game lampoon. of Thrones cartoon. Right. Right. Yeah. Come on, what you got, Art?
1: Um, I have old art.
2: Oh, old art. I watched Mamma Mia. Go from Mia. future art oh, to old me. art.
1: Oh, Mamma Mia for the first time last oh night. Oh, my God.
2: Wow. Here we go again. The, the f- first one or the second one? The
1: fir- first one. I've never seen it For
2: the first time.
0: Oh. oh. You saw the first Mamma Mia for the first time?
1: Yes. That movie
2: came out in what? Oh, eight?
1: Yes. Never seen it. Wow. Something wow. like psh- that. Psh- Anyways, watch for the first I saw first it in the theaters. I thought it was pretty amazing. I... Have you some did. beef Amazing. that... Yeah. What? What's wrong with you?
3: You're, you're, no, oh, you're beefing right. on your
0: own art? I mean, you well, could... Well,
1: no, my beef is that cool. Meryl Streep isn't on the second one that's out now. Oh, I that will not really watch know. it then. Okay. Are you sure? Bye. Yeah. Okay. All I got...
0: Did you see the second one?
1: No. I, I just have, watched the first I one. I kind of
0: sworn that Meryl Streep was in the new one, No.
1: I heard she was well, not. Oh. Let me okay. let me
2: Google that for you.
0: Wow,
5: actually, the new one I for think me, goes you're back. you I, oh. <laughs> I, I think it's before. That you know what? I really got her. It's like Jeez. it's the <laughs> night where Meryl Streep like had three guys at once. <laughs> 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 What's happening? The whole plot of Mamma
2: Mia is Meryl Streep slept with three dudes rapid fire, and then she got knocked up, and then she's like, "Oh, loses the dad."
0: That sounds like
3: Maury Povich.
0: It is also classified under as a writer a plot that if I showed to my wife she'd be like this is gross but yet when it comes out in a musical form she's like this is an amazing this movie is amazing. oh right oh but they're singing so it's fine yeah.
3: <laughs> so the moral of the story is as long as you make it a musical South Park made an episode about that that is out of control <laughs> and hilarious
5: oh it's about one Mama of my favorite episodes oh no, no about it's uh, musicals. Uh, musicals oh it's like it's oh, awesome. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. it is so hey can I, talk, I, you can I take talk my wife
4: it. to musicals every single year I bet you do I bet you do was oh, that? No beef, just kidding, she is. She is yeah, I was oh, going to say, I
2: thank it. God. Yeah, my wife <laughs> has a Phantom of the me. Opera tattoo. Okay, <laughs> bye Kamal. Okay, <on>. bye. <laughs> What do you yeah, got? You gotta, you gotta Z, art? Z, what is it? Z Was it like TV or shows, movies, TVs, TV, movies,
0: a- music, books? I mean, technically, we're books and brews. So we started out as books, but since half of these people don't read, I don't. I don't know
4: how I to read. read. Good, I'm I dyslexic. Read. I don't know. So I, I recently finished uh, Black Mirror, which is all pretty awesome. Oh, oh, been
3: there, Done that, dude. I, I, Black Mirror was my art for like nine episodes.
2: Yeah, four weeks in a row.
4: <laughs> Isn't it it's amazing, though? Yeah, it's like the, it's I like a, uh, it. a technology Twilight Zone. Yeah, you know? yeah. It is amazing. I'm like two, season four, I'm like two episode, one. episode one.
2: I'm like two episodes. Season four, really episode
4: one, creepy. and, and yeah, the yeah, last yeah. Is that the
2: Star Trek one? Yeah. The Star Trek one, my and, favorite. and the
3: um, Black Museum. Black, Black, Black Museum. Oh, yeah. 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 That was
2: actually the very first episode that I saw. I was Me just too. I was just in the room while my girlfriend was watching it. I was like, this is a weird show. Yeah. I didn't realize they were all standalones because I watched it from beginning to end and I was like, that makes coherent sense all just on its own.
3: Black Museum is the only one that references other episodes and it references tons of
2: them. Like every time, I've watched it like eight times and every time I'm like, I actually haven't watched it since I watched the rest. I started binging it and then when I got to that episode, I skipped over it. But if you pay
4: attention, um, some of the episodes, uh, the commercials on the televisions have the, uh, you remember the guys that were like peddling for credits? And then oh, they, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it shows that commercial. Oh, yeah. wow, that's yeah. cool. You got to pay that's attention cool. to it. Yeah.
5: Well, also, isn't like the like the news is a topic that goes through all the shows, right? There's like the same newspaper. Yeah, television yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. See, I yep, didn't yep, catch yep. that either. Yeah, yeah. that's Whoa. super cool. I it's, I cool. Like,
4: it's like Quentin Tarantino Black with the
5: Red yeah.
2: Apple cigarettes. Here's what interested <laughs> me in
4: that Interested me in that Was the uh, approval rating You know You had to yes. have a 4.3 yeah. To get on the yeah. airplane yeah. Yeah. Man that's I can see that in real life Oh absolutely. Right? I mean, tower like, really. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. kind of
5: yeah. see
2: all of them really
5: Yeah. Well, the third official episode was the most heartbreaking episode, and it's the one that stick with me to the point where... Not the very first, (laughs) most (laughs) first episode. The very (laughs) first first one was... The (laughs) the first episode was one of the best things on TV I've ever Mm -hmm. seen, and then the third episode beat it. The the third episode got into my head. It was the one with the... You record your memories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Because then they start using them against each other. What was really messed up is like, I watched that really late at night, of course, drunk, Yeah. and my wife was already asleep, so whatever going up to bed and I'm like climbing in I just uh, like look at her and uh, was like what did you do? I didn't, you didn't do anything but what did you yeah. do? Is that the, wait is that that's the one where the mom can see no, you? No or no It's no. a different one Never No you? know, it's I
3: basically like one basically like where basically your memories are like recorded and then so and then so it it sounds cool, but it twists, and it's like couples use it against you. They're like, yeah. oh, well, what were you doing on this day? Let me see.
2: Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. like the husband oh, super... like accesses the wife's memory. Yeah, because shit right. happens, yeah. Oh,
0: so yeah. What, what I'm curious about Black Mirror is in about five years to see how messed up people are from... Mm-hmm. They should, what I mean by that is, I don't know if you've heard about this phenomenon, but there is a phenomenon of people that think they are like there's there's a percentage of the population and, and granted it's not big but there are a let's say a non-zero amount of people that think they are in like a truman show like That's they, one of my or favorite or modifiers non-zero a non-zero non, yeah, yeah. No, I, I stole that from brandon <laughs> or, or people that think they're like they're in the matrix like there are people that are convinced that they're either you know in truman show matrix everything else is, or they're computer simulation Here's the thing. Oh. if
2: you don't think we're a computer simulation in a huge quantum computer you are a fool like right? We, yeah. we are very clear. I clearly. think, we've
0: everything, yeah. When well, Elon Musk actually said that recently, he's like, Yeah, I think, it, I think all the evidence is leaning towards the us. The proof
5: being is in the pudding <laughs> if you've ever read about it. Yeah, we are an anomaly in a computer program. And of oh. all the ones and zeros, we are the two. Whoa. Well, Whoa. the thing
2: about quantum computing is it can be one and a zero at the same time.
0: So Ooh. go back and check out our episode entitled <laughs> <Anywho>. Quantum <laughs> Theory. <Yeah. laughs> there really is one. There is. I don't cool. think we really talked about it, though. I don't recall. We did that. kind of. Kind
3: of. All right. Oh, anyway. yeah, we did. I remember that. Beef? Art in your face. Oh. Justin. Justin, what do you got? I'll just
5: go just real kidding. quick back to board games. Uh, I just found the Ooh. app download for uh, Tokaido. Never played it. Oh, it is like such a weird, peaceful game, but it's about traveling this trail in Japan, and it's like you're supposed to have is the best a bunch vacation. Of stuff? So it's very cathartic. Boring. <laughs> no, it, peaceful, <laughs> aka boring. There's a ton of <laughs> strategy guns to this. And stuff <laughs> No, That's,
3: there's so no, much I have a strategy. bunch of board game apps on my phone. Is
2: there sabotage? and I don't want to play. Yeah,
3: no, but it's like
5: there's like How levels do you hurt sp- other people. <laughs> oh, you, well you take this. All right, boys, let's settle down. But no, there's actually a portion of the game where you're supposed to travel to like a mountain scenery and do a painting and you actually get <laughs> points for this and it's <laughs> no, so I knew weird. you'd like it.
2: Right, sounds like the worst game. 3 boring oh, points. <laughs> oh, no,
5: it's only a $1.99 on the app store That's and it's really $1.98 more than I'm willing to No, you're just <laughs>
3: the craziest thing I've learned about board games is you can never it's not like movie. Like you can read the back of a board game and have zero idea. Yeah. No well, matter, it's what, like you're it's reading the back
2: good. of a book. They're trying to sell like, you the, a book. Like that's my, in you act the book
3: you know, like, out. Like one of my favorite board games is like where you produce like different goods and then try to sell them. Where it's like if you read, it, you're like, no, no, it's not even that. But you oh, you're like Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, and you're like, oh, it. you, you're telling me that I have to spend all this time to try to gather certain. Sugar or coffee, and then try to sell it. Like that sounds super lame. But when
2: you play them, they're boring. Awesome, right? Yeah. But so that's why board games are so. The board game industry needs to, to hire better copywriters. <laughs>
0: all right. Cool. Uh, you so also, screw you guys. My last little art is check out the package on Netflix. Oh, oh right, yeah, I it's right, uh, a. you meant. He's been we'll talking about it all day. It's a very juvenile high school comedy about a guy who chops off his penis Beep. on accident in the woods. We're gonna say and words then he like gets airlifted poop. out of. The woods, but they leave behind his penis so they, when they get to the hospital. Every time
2: you say it, you keep accentuating <laughs> it. The his
0: penis. penis. The, the penis. <laughs> Popping
2: peas. There's a wiener.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to say words like wiener. Here's his <laughs> peepee. Peepee. So obviously they can't connect it because they don't have it back in the hospital. So his friends whose cell phones have died conveniently for the of blood course points. right. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the last time my cell phone died. <laughs> yeah, it's impossible to happen, especially in a group of like six people.
2: Right. So yeah, all
0: of them. It's the journey story of them trying to return the penis to the penisless man. The pa- said package. <laughs> <as> <laughs> the Brandon said package. Out. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, it's very. Uh, I'm very easily entertained, and I also dig juvenile humor. I think uh, as it's do a nice, I. <laughs> it's a nice escape from reality. So yeah. check that out. Uh, also, time to time. No, we already did that. Time to give you my nanotip. Nanananananotip. 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 Advice. Nano advice. Nano business advice. Nano business advice. We have business advice. Strictly about business advice. Things to say. Deja vu right now. The next find.
2: Interesting. The next segment is nano business advice.
0: It with sounds Jason very close on your
5: face please listen to... I'm going back to when we opened up the show
0: Yeah yeah we... Oh okay So here's here's what I'll say recently <laughs> Speak on it Oh man let me speak on it this is really interesting Preach. to me There is a movie called Family Man this is I'm so this is this is nano art So it's my art tip. Is that Martin Lawrence advice? Isn't that Nick Cage? No, no, Don Cheadle. You're thinking of the the Black Knight. It's Nick Cage. It's Nick Cage and Nick Cage. Cage. Who called it? Don Cheadle's not in it much, but the story is basically uh, Taya Leone. Yeah, is the love interest, and so pronounced Leone. Leone. Okay. So the beginning. It's it's, it's it's a sliding doors movie where at the beginning. He's going overseas to learn how to be this high-powered broker, and she's like, don't leave. I think we'll break up if you leave. He leaves, and they break up. <laughs> and oh, wow. Self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy. And he becomes a huge mega-broker downtown New York. And so he has this weird scene where there's someone robbing a gas station, and he steps in to stop it, and this is Don Cheadle, and Don Cheadle goes outside with him, and basically they have this weird conversation, and... The next morning, he wakes up, and he has made the opposite decision. Now he lives in the suburbs, and he's broke, and he has kids with Taya Leone, and he works at a car dealership. So Hmm. it's a a decision. Mr. Destiny. No, it's called Family Man. That's Shut up, Brian. No, Mr. <laughs> Destiny, is, it's the same movie. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Destiny is about Jim Belushi hitting a home run. Yes, he it's hit a, a home run. And it's a coming-of-age And
3: tale. then he marries the hot chick, and then he's a millionaire. There you're thinking, of oh, it's a wonderful it's life.
0: It's the opposite. Mr. Destiny is the
2: opposite version of it. You're right. Okay, okay, yeah, okay yeah. sorry. Oh, when do they steal the Declaration of Independence? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Very soon. Very soon. Very soon. Let me get to it. Okay. So Don Cheadle is almost like this angel-like character. Like The movie's Ooh. never specifically religious, but the whole idea is kind of like... Integrity, making the right decisions. No, wait. Who is, who is Don Cheadle? Don Cheadle is War Machine from the Avengers. No, I know, I know oh, who he God is. Well, a, who
2: is he in this movie? He's,
0: he he's is just, just this a, random. Oh, like, he's just a rando. He's okay. like, yeah. Well, he very much has like powers. Like he's like I said, I was just about to say, he is. It's not specifically religious. They don't talk about God or anything like that. But he seems like kind of like this angel character who wants to give. It's kind, angels kind of angels and demons. Yeah, it's kind of a, uh, in a way, a Scrooge story, almost, where he wants to show him what his life could have been like. Uh, you know what I mean? Ha. So, it's, But it, he's not like a ghost or anything. He just happens to be there. So he keeps he, he appears a couple of times in weird spots and gives his little quips to Nick Cage. As Nick Cage is kind of like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, Nick Cage is actually in this movie? Yeah. Yes, oh, I thought you guys it's, were just exactly being sarcastic. Movie, yeah. It's So anyway, the point of the story that's very poignant for me... Oh. And is that there's a scene where Nick Cage is halfway through his what have you, and he's just kind of getting used to the idea that, you know what, this would have been a better decision for me. You know, he's learning his lesson, like most movies. And so, and there's Don Cheadle, and Don Cheadle is posing as the the, uh, clerk at a gas station. And there's a young girl, then she's buying a candy bar. And she slides him a five, and he says, changing 20, and he goes... 18 19 20 and he hands her back change for a 20 even though she paid with the five nick cage starts to talk and he stops her stops nick cage and says well just a second and he watches the girl apprehensively kind of walk out look over her shoulder obviously she knows that she got too much change right and then she leaves and nick cage uh and don cheadle says uh, do you see that integrity and for what like 14 bucks You know, and for some reason, that scene like always stuck with me. Like, what is your integrity worth, really? 14 bucks. Brandon's about to (laughs) say 14 bucks. So the one
2: time, (laughs) one time the lunch lady gave me five dollars too much on accident, and like I pocketed it. And this was like a decade ago, and to this day, I still feel bad. Like whenever I think about it, (laughs) I gave her 20 for four dollars, and she gave me back 21 dollars. She gave me just two fives stuck together. But it's a
0: really interesting topic. And for whatever reason, obviously, for six bucks, you think about it. And in the movie, it's been poignant and stuck with me. And part of that that brings it up, number one, is it always fascinates me that these people that find large sums of cash, whether it's drug money or whether it's like... You know what I mean? And they turn it back in. Or they keep it, you know? And the psychology around that, like, it's not necessarily only good people that turn the money in it's not necessarily only bad people that keep the money and it's a really it's, it, to me it's a fascinating topic and I don't know how to even discuss it but the way the reason that the reason I bring it up is that here's one thing I really believe and I feel like we've seen the fruits of I've seen the fruits of it labor it's not official yet it's nothing I can talk about but the idea that um, of karma in general which is a very simple idea
2: is like you just Oh, but what goes around comes what around. Goes what a- goes up must come down. What g- comes around goes around, kid. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Priscilla on me there. Yeah, uh, I was going, yeah, come yeah, come I was going Alicia Keys <laughs> <laughs> instead.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, much lighter. <laughs> and so my my uh, my virtual buddy, Gary Vee, I know everyone's, we can probably play a drinking game with his name as well if you'd like. Also your buddy. You yeah, he's he's, <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> your virtual pal. buddy. Hey, he's, he's, my, virtual. he's my pal. We'd be friends. Don't worry you about check in with him every day when he gets yes, home. Too. I DM him. He he sends me a form letter with uh a spam phone number on it. Yes, buy my sneakers Uh, is that he (laughs) he had a way of putting it that I thought was brilliant and that is when you give value for free when you put good vibes to karma idea it's kind of like putting money into the bank and this is something that's hard I feel like to get service staff to buy into that service staff a lot of times there's like they're going to a bank and going I'd like to deposit $100 can I withdraw $100 yeah (laughs) You know, like Can I give that back right now. Yeah, like like they they feel that sense of well, I've done something. I immediately should get a payoff for that. Huh. And whereas there are some regulars that their first time in, they might not tip good because they don't know what this place is. You know, just the other day, I there's a woman I was working behind the bar, and of course I'm the owner. I don't give a sh- you know shit. It doesn't bother me. But Whoa, she she came out. in and she. You know, she had a uh, flatbread and a Coke and bought a book and paid with the 20 and took the change. And we still had a good conversation. She left. She didn't tip me shit. Mm-hmm. But that's fine because she might come in. Twenty times now because we had a good conversation the next year, and it's a, and it's it's more of a lifetime value of that customer, and it's the long game. And so when you when you're constantly
2: putting money into the bank, putting money into the bank, it gathers interest. And I really believe that. I and agree. so but it's, it's tricky. It's tricky as the owner. Yes, the owner is looking at long term, but you know Johnny Server is sitting out there. Right. I can understand. I can understand their frustration. You know, I can't pay my bills on good karma.
0: Absolutely. And so the question is: the question is for a couple of things. Number one, I still believe in the principle. But number two, how do you convey that message to the service staff? How do you get them to buy into that we are? Well, I always come back to this, and I've taken a lot of heat over the years. I know for Open Jam here, Open Jam is something that's happened here for four and a half years it's almost since the very beginning and it's grown to the point of 30 plus people they play way too loud kick them out they play neil diamond songs kick them out and a lot of them come and they'll drink one beer and they don't spend a lot of money because they're spending all their time jamming Mm -hmm. uh but here's the difference is that they come back on friday night with their families they come back on sunday afternoons with their buds and they play board games and they're the best. radio towers, as you'd say, out in the community in terms of word-of-mouth marketing mm-hmm. because we are literally, our mission, uh, a place for people thought a place, They are liter- we are literally a place they can't do this anywhere else.
4: So that's how your business is going to sustain. You can't sustain a business just by banking on first-time customers. Right. You're so banking true. on repeated customers. Life lifetime, va- lifetime, yeah, right. value. Yeah. lifetime value. Yeah. Yeah. Lifetime
2: value. Year-long lifetime value. Because...
0: Because keeping customers, customer retention, is not necessarily easier, but way more controllable than getting new customers. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's had a restaurant where you open up and there's zero people walking in knows that, oh, man, if I'm just really good to my customers, even though there's nobody here, maybe eventually I'll get a tip, rather than, oh, I better just shut the door and get coupons and go mm-hmm. like spread coupons right. over the area in order to get attention. Right. Um, but anyway it's it's interesting it, the point of it is just interesting to me that I really believe in this and I totally get I totally get I think the service industry in general it was an adjustment for me coming into it and in that a lot of people sort of see it as temporary it's like okay I'm in between jobs I'm gonna go get this mm-hmm. temporary gig you know and so they don't have lifetime value in mind they don't have repeat customers totally I mean I, I've got, I do
2: have I mean I've got both I do see both sides of it Mostly just because when I first got into it, it was a temporary... Like when I first got into service industry, restaurants, serving, being in the kitchen, you know, it was temporary. Like I never saw myself as being a, you know, a lifetime, you know, making a career out of it. So, you know, I had that mindset of, you know, I need the tip right now. I don't care if they come back in four, you know, four months and give me money. So the million dollar question that we would make infinite amount of cash if we can solve the
0: riddle is how do you take someone who walks into a job with that mindset... And get them to buy in mm-hmm. to lifetime value, building relationships, cultivating community. I think, it's, I think one of the answers it's not maybe not the full answer, but marketing yourself from the onset that that is what's important to you. Totally. So the, the people that are applying are walking in the door, understanding and desiring. To work at a place that wants to cultivate community and not just, yo, I'm gonna, you know, I, I need money. I'm going to like Saint Elmo's is a great place, but like if I can get a job, like I'm just gonna rip through people. Like it's not mm-hmm. if you're, yeah, you flip know, your tables. yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Just just flip tables, get them high price steaks, like upsell on the wine, get those tips, get those tips, get those tips. So like, when I get you it. hire
4: when you hire people, most businesses have these core values, right. and so when you hire them, you have to really lead and develop these staff members to believe into your core values. So if your core values is one thing, you have to – and it's a talent, too, when you hire because I hire a lot of people. And you kind of like – Yeah, and I wanted to talk about that, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So you kind of have to fill them out through the interviews. Is this the type of person that I want to hire that's going to believe in my core values? And if the answer is no (laughs) – then you have to move on and interview somebody else.
0: So, ex-Dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo. Your, your, your day job is staffing, right? Yeah. What, what, what's, yeah. Your,
4: what's your... I'm a senior account manager for a staffing agency called Integrity Staffing, so I hire everybody that works at Amazon in the entire Indiana state, so, mm-hmm. uh, which is mostly Indiana. Um, yeah, so yeah.
2: that's got to be You guys have lot. other clients outside of just Amazon, right? Yeah, we okay. do
4: retail, too. As well, gotcha, like, okay. L- so it's bit like, I know i heard of another, guys.
2: Yeah. At some point, I've never had anything to do with Amazon.
0: Yeah. So Amazon or other major companies hire you to fill their open jobs?
4: Hire for them. Dire- direct hires and temporary hires. Yep.
0: So you're in charge of
2: everything Are you looking from for marketing,
0: work? marketing side, too? So yep. you have to market the job openings? Market,
4: sourcing. You know, interviewing. Interviewing. You know, onboarding, you, onboarding on site and developing, uh, you know, my managers as well. So we kind of, I do it all basically. Yeah, charge that.
0: That has to be. Is turnover an issue? Like, is turnover? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. turnover's
4: an issue probably because it's a warehouse, right? Right. So warehouses, you're going to always have turnover. Sure. Constantly, but um, the the trick is to retaining, and you know, uh, you don't want turnover. So right. that, that's your enemy, right? The turnover. So you have to make sure that they feel comfortable in their first couple of weeks. You know, and it. But if you're interviewing, like, so when I interview staff managers, I have to know if this person is going to stick around. And sometimes you can't tell, right? You can interview somebody, and they can have a fantastic interview, but then they end up to be, you know, horrible people. But yeah, that's this is all
2: going so full circle.
4: We talked about this, you
0: know. Like, I honestly, this is I'm curious because this is what you really, really, really do for Mm -hmm. a living. Whereas. As opposed you to know, what he fake, fake, fake we We fake, we fake, fake, fake. Fake it off. <laughs> fake
2: it off. <laughs> fake it off.
0: <laughs> so for us, like literally, I tell the staff, I, I'm just like, yo, people show up. They act like they want to work. They get here on time. Let's get them in the mix. And Spoilers,
2: see, that's all you have to do to work at And see what happens. And it's not, show up and talk to me just, and I will I'll give, give just you a job. Get to work on time. Tell me you'll Not be even here. on time, sorry. You yeah. don't have to be on time.
0: <laughs> just get to work. But we would
4: like it. And right. then see tell, what me, tell
2: me you want a meeting at one o'clock, show up at <laughs> well, 12.59 so, and talk to me yeah, but that's and you'll a mistake. have a
4: job. You always have to set the expectation from the very, very beginning because if you allow somebody to come in mm-hmm. late, they're always they're they yeah, going to think it's okay and it. they come right. in late because I have my staff members come in late but I set the expectation the first time they're late. Listen, we're going to have to have a conversation. This is your time that you come in. You can cannot come in after this time. So I, I, I
0: appreciate yeah. I appreciate all that. Yeah. I
4: appreciate all that. We know 9
3: o'clock start means 9 o'clock, yeah. right? That's you
0: schedule for 8.30. <laughs> and yeah. I have a lot of funny stories about that, too. But where I'm going with this is, here's something that I've come around to in the last, like, 8 months. And that is, to your point, about, about not knowing, seems like a good person and then they're not, mm. is that sometimes... I've told the staff, like, especially of the, for us right now, 21 to 2830 crowd, just hire them because we won't even know if they're good until they get on the floor. Some people have surprised us, like, yo, this person did an interview good. Mm -hmm. Like, let's train them, see what happens. I feel like... I feel like that's worked out better for us than to be picky in the interview process. And then we end up with a bad employee instead of just we have someone I'm not sure about, we have someone I'm sure about. Hire them both and see what happens.
4: Right. For me, you're you're exactly right because I get this form and then we have to follow through, but I kind of, you know, I go off of it. I can look at somebody in their face, talk to them for about five minutes, and I can kind of tell... If you're going to be a good person or not, so it's just kind of the feeling. However, yeah, there has yeah. been mistakes where I've done that, and they're like, "Oh man, I was totally off on that one." Right. But, oh, you know, I'm right. not. I'm not. I'm the same way, but yeah. I'm
2: not infallible. Right. Like, yeah. I, can, I can talk to somebody, and I can yeah. know if you're yeah. probably. You kind of I can know if you're probably going to do well. If you're probably. Gonna it's sort of like how that. you make friends. Totally.
4: It's sort of like how you make friends. I mean, you can talk to somebody and kind of tell they're a douchebag or not. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm yeah. kind oh. of curious,
5: it's like fair, if there's man, anyone here that you wouldn't hire.
4: Uh, no actually he <laughs> looks at Brian we know, we know we know we all know I mean you're right this no. guy, <laughs> fuck you guys what do you try to do Brian's what we like to call like a retention. pity hire he's only wrong because we feel <laughs> bad people. for him well it all depends on what area it is so if it's my own staff for the retention it's basically being open with them and trying to develop them and train them so because when, when people when they first come into work they don't want to be like say for instance a dishwasher nobody wants to be a dishwasher forever they want to move up right, right. so you kind of got to you want to train them you want to see what mm-hmm. they can do everybody has their strengths and weaknesses and you kind of got to hone in on that but you can't be a type of manager either or, or a leader and just ignore that person and put them in the back burner and then complain when they do something wrong you, I mean because at the end of the day, you own it. You're the manager of the night or you're the owner of the, the business. So um, you build your staff the way you want to build it. As long as you have your core values and instill those core values within your staff, they're going to want to work for you because you really can't lead out of fear and you can't make people work for you. They want to work for you. And I think that's the big the big, uh, the big key there. So
2: A freaking man, yeah. dude. Yeah, well, right on. On well, that note.
0: unfortunately, yeah, I'm gonna have to cut it a little short today because I gotta get out of here. I gotta watch the kiddos. I need, to, back,
3: I need we'll, to backtrack. We'll
2: handle the rest of the show. Bye. I need to backtrack real quick. Going, going. All right, back,
0: time cap.
3: Going back to Don Cheadle. If you have not, <laughs> if you have not seen, yes, we've all
2: seen Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, if can, you have not can seen, can you please mute him? If you have not accent. seen
3: Don Cheadle as Captain Planet on YouTube, you are missing oh, out on Captain less. Planet. You mean yes. the cartoon? Oh, yes. yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Don Cheadle plays him in a few small bits, and it is out of control. Hilarious.
0: Cool. Right. Bye. Okay, bye. All right. Brood. I want to thank myself. I'm Jason. I'm the Funky Boss. I also want to thank somebody. Brandon. No. No. Brian. B- the, uh, you're
3: welcome. You know what?
0: Try to do two things at once. I've already yeah, proven that. You can't ostrich bites. Ob. As bu- the
2: contender. That's it. No. That's what. Yeah. I, I want know. to thank them all.
1: The Maul. champ. Thanks, guys. I want to thank Thanks Kevin. For
0: Thanks, Thanks for coming sh- in, Kevin. Yeah, Thanks for joining awesome us, Kevin. Yeah. I want to thank okay. Justin,
5: Justin Mack, the, the artist. human dumb bucket, <laughs> the human not Google that.
0: It's horrible. <laughs> okay, okay, bye. bye. Make
5: be number one on Google. Okay, I want
0: to thank uh, the United States, Canada. Shout out to Iceland, hanging in nice. there. Yeah. United yeah. Kingdom, Ireland, Sweden. Yeah. We're still we're still hitting in Pakistan. Tell us friend, Pakistan. Pakistan. South Africa, Chile. Oh, what is there? A new one down here. Nope. It's still chilly. All right, right, right. Uh, Australia's still back. They it. must have. Down under. Yeah, thanks for coming back, Australia. New Zealand's in the house. Dude, Our pop, we're getting so popular in Japan right now. Shout out Japan.
1: Japan.
0: Oh, and oh, uh,
2: Nepal. Cool. Nano brew's <laughs> got to mean something. <laughs> it means something <laughs> else. Something sure. disgustingly filthy. <laughs> right. Oh, sorry. I missed it's Iceland. That's, yeah, cool. that's Iceland. what it means. It means dump bucket. Yeah.
0: Iceland, <laughs> Netherlands. I don't know if I said that. I you said remember. Iceland. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. comes around, What? Comes you. around. What? <laughs> comes around. Comes around. <laughs>